Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Oh, hello, good evening, and welcome. It's time for us to have a lovely time. I love having fun because it makes me feel happy. If I don't get my fun, I can be ratty and snappy. I once told Ed off for being too slow. I called Willip a ho when I slagged off Mark and Ben. But I was real nice to Joe. Thanks, Alan. It's the Born Section Podcast. It's the Born Section Podcast. It's the Born Section Podcast. It's the Horn, the Horn Section Podcast. Hello. Hi, Alex. Hi. Hi, guys. Sorry sorry for being so snappy with you guys sometimes. That's all right, mate. We all feel like that sometimes. I can be so snappy. (laughs) Nasty piece of work. That's true. It's mainly when you're hungry, isn't it? Yeah. You become a real dickhead. Yeah, or too full. Oh, really? I haven't noticed. Mm. Or too cold. Yes, or too hot, or just right. Sometimes on my birthday, I'm a bit nasty. You're entitled to on that day. Yabba dabba, do me a favour and listen to this. It's the Horn Section <laughs> Podcast. We're going to start with a survey. Okay, here we go. Um, well, before the survey, is, is everyone all right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. good. Yeah, ben, ben, doing good? Yeah, yeah. real good. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah, Mark, Mark, hanging in there, man. Yeah, just yeah. enjoying December. Yeah, cool. Joe, you keeping your knees bent and back straight? <laughs> yeah. Back, bent, knees straight. Yeah, cool. Pianist, what's your name? Ed. Yeah, cool. Willip, Willip, I dig you, man. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's a survey. How many of you think that the symbol of the search function on the internet should not be a magnifying glass anymore? What? It's, it's a fair, fair point. No, I but don't. What would it be? I don't. I don't know. I just think it's time to replace the magnifying glass as a symbol for searching on the internet. How many of you search for things using a magnifying glass? Me. Well, you're more, you're more what? kind of inspect yeah. with a magnifying glass. That's you? what I think. You only use a magnifying glass when you've already found something, mm, and then you true. then you have a closer look at it. Mm, yeah. Yeah. If I've lost my keys or something, I don't use a magnifying glass. No. What do you use? I use my eyes. And that's why I've started a GoFundMe page to persuade sites like Google and MS to stop banding around the magnifying glass symbol and to use the sneaky looking eyes emoji instead. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Good idea, Alex. And we're up to £675,000 so far. <laughs> I gave you all of my money from last week. <laughs> Is this a pyramid scheme? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know what they are, pyramid schemes. It's how you build a pyramid. Is that, is that all it is? Yeah. Um, Mark is clutching his recorder, so we're going to have a quick recorder solo. Mark's going to say his three naughtiest words that aren't swear words, and then we'll hear Joe Auckland's sad song. Good luck. Uh, you nincompoop. Mm-hmm. Bumhole. Yeah. Ooh, borderline. <laughs> and uh, stinky. <laughs> well... Bit of recorder to end? Oh, yeah. Lovely. Well, we've now got a naughty and sad song from the stinky bumhole, Lincoln Poop, Joe Auckland. <laughs> Joe, is it called Drive On? Yeah. Oh, this is naughty. I, for one, can wait no longer. Here it is. Drive on. Drive on. Drive on. Oh, drive on. I drove down the leafy lane Oh, feeling nothing but pain Pretty 
finest woman I had ever seen Sitting there right next to me But I knew my time was up I'd had my fun, I'd wrote my luck So drive on, drive on, drive on Just drive on She turns her head to look at me Cross my fingers and cross my legs I cannot hide my rigidity My crutch control was not the best And so I failed my driving test I drive on I was stiff as a board I was pitching a tent I had full-on robot chop I drive on, I drive on I was happy downstairs Sideways TV, I had a wonky donkey. Drive on, I drive on. I was voting for drive Hodge, on. I had a blind unicorn, I had a Belgian surprise. I drive on, I drive on. I had a bald headed miner, I had a composite Trojan, I had chicken jaw. I drive on. Oh. Beautiful. Such a beautiful song. Haunting. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Can you just explain the narrative there, Joe? <laughs> yeah. It's a driving test. Uh-huh. And uh, the driving instructor is attractive and the mm-hmm. person sitting the driving test gets a big... You? you? No, 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 no. No, God, no. Who, who then? Gets a big erection and fails the driving <laughs> test. So rather than being a sort of creepy sexist song, he's actually doing the honourable thing of not drawing attention to it and he's just driving on. Yeah, what else can he and do? And then writing a song about it. <laughs> <laughs> so we should and feel sorry for the guy. one of his friends who then what? took it upon Why himself to fail? write a song about it. Did he fail? Because of, um, of his crutch control. Ah. Yeah, ma- that, a major fault. The fact he's driving, did it? Yeah, no, it's a major fault, yeah. <laughs> it was depending oh, the on the size, but yeah, the in his case it was a major fault. Okay. <laughs> well, I liked it, and I think I'm not yeah. the only one. I think I'm one of one of a couple of people. All right, look, I think it's time we should talk to someone else. Do we have a special guest, guys? I hope, I hope so. so. Oh, yeah. You're right to hope so. We do. Let's talk to her now. It's Daisy May Cooper. <laughs> Daisy May Cooper. Hello, Daisy. Hello. How are you? I'm pretty good. Thank you, Daisy. Today, it's Friday when we're recording this. It's lunchtime. So I feel like this is the start of the weekend for me. Right. So what will you do on your weekend? Well, we are middle of lockdown two. Um, I've got one of these. You see that? That's a dog. It's a cushion. Oh. Well, it's a bit like a cushion. <laughs> yeah. I can't make it out. I'm going to take my cushion for a walk. With the kids. I don't know what I'm going to do, but what, what I'm going to do at four o'clock is have a drink. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Do you I've have... been doing that. Yeah. It's gone <laughs> earlier and earlier and earlier. Well, it's darker earlier and earlier. I coincided with the darkness in the winter. 
I've got my first question has four bits to it. Have you got a podcast? What do you think about podcasts? Are they just people waffling on? Uh, and if it is that, is that fine? I do. Re- I, I do really enjoy podcasts, specifically paranormal ones. Hmm. Can you recommend one of them? That. Huh? Can you recommend me a paranormal podcast? Uh, Real Ghost Stories Online is very good. Uh, also, uh, Near Death Experience Radio. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I don't think I listen to more. I listen to one of them and then I'll see how that goes. Yeah. We've talked about paranormal stuff when we were filming together. And I think I came round to your way of thinking. Did you? I've got quite an open mind, but you were quite convincing. You know, because I know you a little bit now, just a little bit. Yeah. And and you're not, um, you know, a mad person. Oh, how do you know what? That is so lovely because my husband still doesn't believe me. So you have a word with him. But I, weirdly, actually, my daughter came up to me and I was so excited because she said, Mummy, I, di- I died. And I thought, oh, brilliant. Yes. You must have had like a... She, she's obviously like the Pope that's come back or Henry VIII or someone. And I said, so, honey, what happened when you died? And she said, a big turtle came up to me and said, oh, fuck. <laughs> so... She's two. She's two. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, that didn't work out. I think what convinced me was that you, just seeing you talk to other people, and I think you asked someone, have you ever seen or heard something you can't explain? And I think probably everyone has. Yeah. And- and I, I remember, I think it was in 2003, I saw, a, clear as day, a UFO over London. And I was with someone else, and we both saw it. Like, it was just a UFO. And we both said, look, there's a UFO. And then we got on the tube and carried on. And we both sort of, um, you know, I guess we thought, oh, it must be something else. But I think it was a UFO. Oh, my God. It was circular with flashing light. You know, it wasn't a helicopter or a plane. No. So but just it, in the clear daylight. Yeah, and the two of us saw it and really, you know, took it in and then just carried on with our day. That is extraordinary. But I think if you don't believe in them, you don't really take it, you know, you sort of go, oh, well, I can't be that. No, exactly. And there's that thing, isn't there, that you sometimes, because your brain also just can't comprehend it because it is so, I mean, literally alien. A lot of people, I think, just don't see it because yeah, your it brain quite... won't allow you to. yeah. It was quite near City Airport. I think we wrote it off as a plane. But it was round. And it didn't have wings. That's definitely an alien. What yeah. did you did you look up to see if anybody else had reported it? We sort of looked around. I think we were in a giddy mood. I think it was about now. It was about Friday, maybe Friday at five o'clock. So we were off somewhere, you know. And we just sort of thought it was a funny thing that we'd that had happened to us. God, do you take a picture of it? No, no, it was pre-phones. Well, pre-camera oh, yeah, phones. 2003. Well, we don't. Yeah, it wasn't that sort of culture of. Yeah, there probably wasn't a camera on my phone, or not, not one clear enough. Fuck me. Yeah, I sort of regret it now. I sort of regret not even sketching it when I got home. You know, like <laughs> like a classic UFO spotter. That well, is I, absolutely extraordinary. What's the, what's the most extraordinary thing you've? Have you seen? You're mainly you're mainly recording sounds, aren't you? And your paranormal. Um, yeah. But my mum's had a few things that have happened recently, which was uh, she felt uh, a tug on the back of her um, jumper when she was doing some artwork. And then she looked around, there was nothing there. And she thought, oh, I, I must have caught my jumper mm. on something. And then she felt another really strong tug. But I mean, other than those things that have 
that I've recorded. I haven't really, I've never seen anything. I'm desperate to see something. That would be incredible, but I've only ever just record stuff. But I've got a friend, actually, who's a police officer who says that she sees things all the time when she's on night duty. And if you ask police officers, a lot of them say, yeah, ghosts exist and that they see them all the time. It's a big if, though, whether I'm going to go up to a policeman and ask him. (laughs) Won't fucking arrest you. Oh, I love this chat. This is great chat. There, that was Daisy May Cooper. Her first bit. Yeah, cool. 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 Would anyone like to meet her? I could introduce you if you want. I'd love that. Yeah, yeah, I'd like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm. Especially She said she'll meet one of you. Oh, me? Who's that? Joe. Okay. Hey, guys, do you know what I like and what I don't like? Gravy and custard. Anyone else? No, I like both. Well, it could be. You can tell me what you like and don't like then. Does it have to be food? No. It could be racism. But racism would be the second thing. Let's go. Okay, Ben, what do you like and don't like? Uh, I like gardening. Quicker. Hate eggs. Gardening and eggs, that's your answer. Ben, what... Gardening and eggs. Ben, what do you like and don't like? Gardening and eggs. Philip? Almond croissants. And <laughs> injustice. <laughs> hey, Mark, what do you like and don't like? I like holidays. No, and... just say the things. Holiday. What do you like and... Ah, Mark, what do you like and don't like? Holidays, work. You've got to say and in between them. Holidays and work. <laughs> hey, hey, pianist, what do you like and don't like? He's called Ed. It says it at the bottom left-hand side of his box on, on Zoom. Mine just has a question mark. <laughs> Pianist? <laughs> Cheese and mud. <laughs> What's wrong with mud? Dirty. Mm, fair enough. And finally, the little trumpeter. What do you like and don't like? Sarnies and dog dirt. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what else I like: quizzes. Hey, piano man, you haven't got really? a, you haven't got a quiz that we could all do, have you? I certainly have, Alex. Hooray! Let's do the quiz. Theme tune. Fade that out now, Joe. Oh, Lovely. Here we go. <laughs> so, hi, guys. Hey, hey, question master. Thanks for the drums, Ren. Uh, so, this is Alex and the Horn Section in Wonderland. Uh, welcome. Let's go, for a, let's go for a ramble down Trivia Alley. Turn left at Question Street, go under Query Bridge and past Castle Quiz. And hopefully, <laughs> you'll answer some weird and wonderful questions along the way. Not only is this a test of knowledge... But there will be bonus points for giving a lyrical answer. Oh. So, you've got wow. to. so this pianist, is the important... Pianist, sorry. Yes. You know there might be about 50,000 people listening to this? Yeah. That's weird, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I doubt there'll be that many. There'll be more when they hear about this. So, listen, this is the important bit. Every answer has to have a very strict format, OK? <laughs> and it starts, hence the name of the quiz, as follows. It goes... I wonder, I wonder as I wonder, was it blah, 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 blah. So 
I'll give you an example. I'm going to ask you the... Well, here's the example question. Oh, my God. You wait for it. Which member... Here's my... Which member of the horn section used to own a motorbike? And you would say, I wonder as I wonder, was it Joe who owned a Honda? <laughs> right. It's got a rhyme, is it? It has... Well, this is it. Every answer... Um, has, has to rhyme, yeah. <laughs> so here we go. It was a Suzuki. What is it again? I wonder. I, as I, as I wonder, wonder as I wonder. Ba, 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 ba. Um, how do we um, buzz in, Mr. Pianist? Um, you wave and make a noise. At the same time? Yes. So you can't. Okay. You couldn't clap, could you? Because you'd no. be busy waving. Come, come on, this is going <laughs> to take hours as it is. Let's here we go. go. Question number one. Who is this famous family? Bridget, Peter, ah, Jane, ah, Alex. Alex. I, I wonder as I wonder if the family is fonder. Correct. Oh. That's fantastic. So one point <laughs> for the marks. Extra point there, surely. An extra point for the beautiful lyricism. Question number two. In 1989, De La Soul released the album Three Foot High and Rising. What was the hit song? From said album. Ah! Wilbo! I wonder, as I wonder, was it three? Is three the magic number? <laughs> it certainly is, Wilbo. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, so you've, you've abandoned the strict rhyme quite early. <laughs> well, I mean, it's up, sorry, I should have said a horn section rhyme. <laughs> Here we go. So, question number three What is it like? I'm going to read you some lyrics and I want you to tell me what it's like. Here we go. I don't want to lose you, this good thing that I got. Because if I do, I will surely, surely lose a lot. Because your love is better than any love I know. It's ah, like... I, I want to... <laughs> Alex. I've got it wrong. But I wonder as I wonder, is it like Brother Beyonder? <laughs> I'm afraid it isn't. Anyone else? I wonder as I yep. wonder, is it Thunder? It certainly is, Mark Brown. Oh, well done. Got a knock on wood by whoever that was. Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder as I wonder, is it knock on wood? And then I th thought, no, nah, that's probably not the answer. <laughs> yeah, no, it's got, a, it's got a rhyme with it's got a rhyme with wonder, Joe. <laughs> yeah, roughly. Yeah, that was what. Um... Only two more questions. Here we go. Anyone can win it at the moment. Well, anyone? But, no. <laughs> Only the three people that have got it right so far. Um, question number four: Which handsome, infamous serial killer escaped twice? From custody between June 1977. Ah! Mark! I wonder, as I wonder, is it Fred Bundy? <laughs> Fred, Fred Bundy! Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's the wrong uh, first name you've got. <laughs> oh, Bundy. Maybe that was his evil brother. But the rhyme evil is right. right. No, the rhyme isn't right either. Well, I can't get, I can give you one point, but I can't give you the. Um, the bonus point. The correct answer was, I wonder, as I wonder, was Ted Bundy the absconder? Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. <laughs> if anyone had got okay. that... Okay. <laughs> I know, uh, there was an extra 15 bonus points for that. Final question of this fantastic quiz. <laughs> Who played 007 in Doctor No? I wonder... Hello. Come Mark. I wonder, as I wonder, was it Sean Connery that was Bonder? 
Uh, it was Bonder, yeah. Bonder? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to give you all points there, including Ben as a sympathy point. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> so everyone wins a red T-shirt. Oh, oh, did I win, though, Ed? Ed? Huh? Didn't I oh, win? yeah, Mark, you points. get two what? red T-shirts. What was the correct yes. answer there, Ed? Yeah, that was it. It was Sean Connery, James Bonder. Ah, oh, <laughs> lovely. You didn't go for Anaconda at any point? I was, I was waiting for that to come up. Well, that's in round two that we're going to do. There's 15 rounds. Next year. Yeah, yeah. next year. <laughs> well, I'm just hearing there are now only 100 people listening. There were 50,000. <laughs> no, it was a red-hot music quiz. Thanks, man. Thank you very much. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye Ed. Ed. Love it. Well, look, I'm, I'm sorry to kill the buzz, but we do now have to stop for a word from our pharmaceutical sponsors who've made all of this happen. Are you bloated, listless, feel like things are a bit of a strain? Life's hard when you're constipated. You need a way to ease yourself back into things, ease your pain, ease that weight you're carrying around. Well, now it's here with feces. Available in discreet slimline and family party pack sizes. Life's easy when you've got feces in your back pocket. We couldn't do it without them. Let's head back over to Daisy May Cooper. So a question from Willett, the bassist, who said... Actually, that's, it's, nice, it's a nice question. In my opinion, there's no better sitcom than This Country. It's amazing. Are there any plans to do any more? If there aren't any plans, would you like to do more? Thanks, bye. He's from uh, the West Country, Swindon area, just to put it into context. Oh, brilliant. Oh, God. I definitely would like to do more. Um, but I thought I want to leave it for a bit and try and see if we could do something else. Although we have started writing something else, which is like a period thing, and just everybody in it sounds like Karen Curtin, so we just had to completely fucking change, go start from complete scratch. You not do it like Blackadder, like Blackadder, where where it's the same characters but they go back in time. Oh, that's a good idea, but then it's been fucking done, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Could you go in the future? I don't think they did that. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I, well, I'm sort of doing Avenue 5, which is in the future. I'm just doing another version of Carrie and that. I, I think the problem is I can only really do Carrie as a character, so it's trying to it's funny, you're, crowbar you're, it into other things. It's good you're doing. You're working with Steve Carell now. Is he Avenue 5? <laughs> is, is it Hugh Laurie? Is it Hugh Laurie? <laughs> it's Hugh Laurie. Hey, I'll ask that again. It's good you're working with Hugh Laurie now and Steve Carell. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's brilliant. Um, no, I think I would. I think we're definitely a Christmas special in the, somewhere in the future. I think to see them at Christmas time, Kerry and Curtin at their mum's house would just be brilliant. And I'm obsessed with other people's Christmases and other people's Christmas rituals and traditions. And so be able to, being able to do that for them would be brilliant. Um, okay, because this is a music podcast. Uh, you've done 19 episodes of this country. I counted, I totted them up. I, Is that right? Well, I didn't get paid that much, but. Oh. <laughs> uh, one it of the. feel like it. One of the. Stru- well, ca- cash wise, it doesn't feel like it. No. <laughs> uh, one thing about this country, because it's quite a striking sitcom in that I think it looks and feels like no other sitcom, which is probably a good thing. 
But there's one of the reasons there's no theme tune at the beginning or the end, and there's no incidental music. Am I right at all? Yes, that is right. So Fleabag had like a one second theme tune. Yeah, I think yours is better because it's a zero second <laughs> theme tune. But was was there a big discussion about? Did you did you try a theme tune at any point? I think we did want to go for a theme tune, but I mean, it was just so bloody expensive to try and get the rights to any bloody songs. We thought, oh, fuck it, just put some pheasants clucking in there. You don't have to get, you know, ask them to <laughs> borrow their own sound. Oh, I'm glad it's pu- purely financial rather than artistic. I, <laughs> I, I always really loved the song Bat Out of Hell. <laughs> Uh, from Meatloaf, and I remember my producer just saying, "Yeah, but that's just because you like the song. You just want to crowbar it in." Very similar to, do you remember uh, the Raccoons, the cartoon? Yeah, yeah, with Cyril Cyril Snide. Yes, Cyril Sneer. Cyril Sneer, yeah, Cyril Sneer. Oh, I wish I'd got the name right. What was the, what was their theme tune? It went, "Run with us." We see the passion in your eyes. Do you remember that? Yes, yeah, so it is quite Meatloafy. I think we'll play a bit of that. I might get the band to play a bit of that now. Just to say the band didn't play Run With Us, the raccoon theme tune, which happens at the end of the show because that song is too complicated. Instead, here is the pianist playing the opening theme to the raccoons. Daisy's comments afterwards are not relevant in the end. Bye-bye. This is the Evergreen Forest. Quiet, peaceful, serene. That is, until Bert Raccoon wakes up. Luckily, he has some good friends to help him out. Life would be simple in the forest. Except for Cyril Sneer. And his life would be simple, except for the raccoons. <laughs> Created by Kevin Gillis. What was so brilliant about it was it had absolutely nothing to do with the context of the show at all. It was obviously just a song. The, the, the guy really, like the producer, really liked and thought he'd just put it on there. Uh, you you quite often, um, my my wife Rachel follows you on Instagram. I don't because I don't. I'm not. I'm not an Instagram person yet. Oh, I just, you will be. I know. It's just I'm putting it off because I know it will ruin everything. But um, but anyway, she shows me everything you do, and you've been putting songs to other theme tunes recently. <laughs> Are you proud of yourself? I'm ashamed. Your theme tune to Emmerdale. Your theme tune to Emmerdale goes, Kane Dingle, he's got big scary eyes. Kane Dingle, he's such a nasty bastard. Kane Dingle bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Can you remember your lyrics to EastEnders? No. Everything is... Oh, fucking shit. (laughs) Yeah. Phil Mitchell shagging his brother's wife, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> what's your What's your Instagram process? I want to learn from you. What's your process on Instagram? You just press record, put it out, and forget all about it. 
put it out and yeah and completely forget all about it but do you know what it's like I need it's like instant gratification and I'm such a narcissist I just need kind of people to start liking something that I'm doing especially if I'm in lockdown it's like it's pathetic and then I could just put it out there and then you start getting likes and it's just <laughs> ignoring your kids and just looking at your phone <laughs> yeah but I think that's why people like it isn't it because it's not been slaved over it's just they they feel like they are seeing you, you know, no filters. My brother's and all that. so opposite with his Instagram because he'll he's so different to me. He wants to make sure everything's absolutely right, and before he does a post, like he'll think about it for a day, and then he'll sleep on it to make sure it's the right thing. <laughs> and I very rarely do that. No, I think my poor agents must be so stressed every time a new post comes up. <laughs> yeah, I think the Emmerdale one. You noticed afterwards that your daughter's in the background like a ghost. She sort of appears in and out of it for some reason. <laughs> what what music do Kerry and Kurt listen to? Curtain, do you think listen to in your in your head? Do they, are they how fully formed are they? You know, I'm, they're fully formed, but do they have musical taste? Do you think? Yeah, I think Kerry would have loved whatever her dad's into. So just she would love. Um, oh, what's it that they? What who said whatever you want, whatever you oh, want. Oh, status quo, yeah. Status quo, that's it. She'd be a status quo fan. They were the first first band I saw, and I saw them five times in a row before any other bands, because my whole family used to go to Brighton and watch them every Christmas. Really? Same set every year, exactly the same songs in exactly the same order. <laughs> ending in ending with rocking all over the world with some big Christmas lights. <laughs> that's so brilliant. Oh, oh my god. I loved it. Um, yeah, I loved it. They were a really good band to watch as kids because you sit in your seat, but you all get up for the last couple and you feel like you're rocking out at that point. Oh, my God. It's just, it's like sort of soft pornography. It's like <laughs> yeah. soft rock, isn't it? Not too much. Yeah. It's very, very bland, but everybody can sort of enjoy it. Yeah. Nobody's a hard fan. Maybe 19, a 1970s film anyway um but meanwhile it's a quick game of daisy or jay-z so i'm gonna read out some things you've got to say whether you said it or whether jay-z said it <laughs> ready yeah there's nothing left that hasn't been plumbed daisy correct i did a dump in a tent that's all you need to know <laughs> Daisy. i should say this it's often your it's kerry rather than you know, I don't know if you've done a dump in the tent. No, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, uh, so a lot of it's based on truth. A wise man told me, don't argue with fools because people from a distance can't tell who is who. Daisy. You got them all right so far. A hard hat will protect you from a falling brick, but it will not protect you from banter. <laughs> Daisy, but I would love it if Daisy uh, had said that. Yeah, I wish he'd said some of these. I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. Ooh. Jay-Z. It was. That's the only one of his that I can imagine Kerry saying. Yes. I have a question. It's not about this country. This is from Joe, the little trumpeter. but it, And he's got the question all wrong because of the magic of TV. He's asked you this. Hi, Daisy. Joe here. My partner and I watched the third series of This Country while she was in labour, which was bloody brilliant. The show was. The labour wasn't. I see you're pregnating at the moment. Do you reckon you'll watch anything in labour? If so, what? So I think your labour is now over because it's... Yeah, my labour is now over. What would mm. I what I would watch... Uh... Did, did, did you watch anything in labour? Was it long enough? No, it wasn't long enough. I did watch um, something immediately afterwards. Oh. 
which was called Paranormal Survivor. As you can imagine what that's like. Well, I'm glad they survived. They did, yeah. They're ju- only just. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, give birth. There it is. Let's put the telly on and watch. <laughs> Paranormal. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Oh, hey guys, you know, we always ask our guests what they want at their funeral. Well, I've been giving it a lot of thought and I've come up with an answer. Want to hear what I'm going to have at my funeral, guys? Oh, yeah. Sure, sure. yes, please. Okay, well, here's the plan. If someone can write this down. Uh, when when I'm in, in my little box and everyone else is in the same room as me, but they're not in a box and they're all looking at me in my box, but they can't see me, but they can imagine me in my box. Well... Here are the instructions. I want my little box to be upright, not lying down, and I want there to be little see-through bits so they can see my mouth, which is going to look shocked, and my hands, which are giving two thumbs up, and my legs. <laughs> you can see my legs too, and they're naked from the thighs down. So people will be thinking that I'm completely naked in my little box. And then, <laughs> and then I want some gorgeous guitar music to start playing. Uh, probably you, Willip, on guitar. And then, and then it's this. It's a song we. It's a song we recognise, but not completely. And there are beautiful words to it about life and people and relationships and the ones we love. And then I also need that song to have a really, really stupid chorus. It, it needs to be a proper song, but with a stupid chorus. And when the chorus happens, my little box will start spinning around like a Catherine wheel. That's what I want to happen when this song plays. So many relationships in this life. Only one or two will last. You go through all the pain and strife, then you turn your back and they're gone so fast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And they're gone so fast, yeah. So fast, yeah. Oh, so hold on to the ones who really care. In the end, they'll be the only ones there. And when you get old and start losing your hair, can you tell me? Who will still care? Who will still care? Can you tell me who will still care? Okay. Bop hip ba ma do up, dab it up ma do up, hip ba ma oh yeah. Bop dab da ma do up, dab it up ma do up, hip ba ma yeah. Plant a seed, plant a flower, plant a rose. You can plant any one of those. Keep planting to find out which one grows. It's a secret no one knows. It's a secret no one knows. Oh, no one knows. No one knows. Can you tell me? Oh, no, you can't, because you don't know. Can you tell me? Oh, yeah. You say you can, but you don't know. Can you tell me, oh, which flower's gonna grow? No, you can't. 
but you don't know. Can you tell me if it's going to be a daisy or a rose? You say you can, but you don't know. You say you can, you don't know. You don't know how. You don't know. That's the genuine words of Umbop, one of the most confusing songs of the last 500 years. <laughs> that was lovely. Wow. Wow. What fun. Yeah. Can well, we, when you're in coffins spinning around, Alex, mm-hmm. can we take it in turns to throw knives at it? Yes. See if, see if we can hit. You know what, pianist? You don't need yeah. to take turns. I'll just have a go. Just chuck your knives. Great. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Who's looking forward can't, to my can't funeral? Wait, can't, <laughs> can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be a belt, isn't it? Well, let's find out what Daisy May Cooper wants to happen at her funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be I thought it'd be nice if you could compose some music for one of the people in the band. So what what instrument do you want to compose music for? Um, you got saxophone, clarinet. Oh, clarinet! Yeah, why not? Yeah, he can play the clarinet. So Mark will be playing this. So what's going to happen? You're going to imagine there's some sheet music. Uh, so five lines like a gate, and we're going to start off with the curly symbol at the front. Do you want the tall one or the little one? Massive one. Massive one. Uh, then there's a rhythm, there's some numbers. Sometimes it's like 4-4 four, four or 6-8. Or do you want some numbers there? What numbers do you okay, want? So, oh, oh, sorry, how many numbers? It's one on top of another, I think. Okay, two and five. Two, five. And do you want any sharps or flats on any of those lines? Four sharps. Just evenly spaced out? But two flats in the middle of it. All right. Okay. Um, now we're going to do some notes. Yeah. So in the first bit of the fence, where do you want... Oh, do you want your little circle to be coloured in or not? Yeah, absolutely. Coloured in. And do you want it to have a stalk? No. No stalks? Thanks. Okay. <laughs> so it's just a coloured in circle <laughs> or one of the lines. And which line do you want it to go on? Fourth. Fourth from the top or fourth from the bottom? I want it both. So one at the top, one at the bottom. One at the bottom at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to play two notes at the same time on a saxophone. <laughs> oh, on, a, on a clarinet, on a clarinet. All right. Well, he'll have to do two takes. Of okay. Let's, should we do another sort of, do another few notes for this tune? Yeah. Uh, what, the next one, do you want it to be coloured in or not? Not. Okay. And do, do you want it to have a little stalk? Yeah. This time? Okay. Right on the top of the toppest one. Well, well, you can go higher than the gate. Sometimes they put extra lines on the fence. Well, put a couple of fucking extra ones in there. I'll go, <laughs> go to the top. Oh, I love, top. Yeah, I love composing music with you. Um, should we do another note? Yeah, I'll do another. Yeah, definitely. Coloured in or not coloured in? Coloured in. Yeah. With the a third lined. No. No. Third one. <laughs> Yeah, right in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. I want this to play five times. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe and then we'll just do one last note to end it. Yeah, and the 
after I want it to go so the lowest one and then up to the highest right with the two stalks two stalks so up and down again like a little hook okay and and do you want what sort of volume do you want forte or piano this music loud or quiet Oh, really loud. I want it to go really loud at the beginning and then go really quiet <laughs> quiet in the middle and then just go ridiculously loud at the end. Okay. I guess you might repeat it a bit if it's quite I think it's quite short, so maybe it'll repeat it. And what sort of style do because sometimes they put things like lively or andante. Is there a word that a style lively like... but sad. Yeah. All right. And what's the piece what's the piece called? called um uh it's called the the U, the 2003 ufo great well i'll send that to mark and then we'll play that at the end of the podcast <laughs> i don't want to play it too early in the podcast because it might blow people's minds i think um here's some I things i just that... cannot go over you saw a fucking ufo in 2003 <laughs> and you just fucking got on the tube and just lived the rest of your life as if nothing had ever happened. Well, also, the person I saw it with was someone I was working with. I think she was called Rebecca, and I don't think I've seen her since 2003. And I'm tempted to track her down and ask her if she remembers it too. Oh, my God, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think people should send in their UFO stories after listening to this to see if in 2003... Yeah. Is anyone else that, that saw something strange in the sky? Yeah, I know exactly where we were. We were getting the tube, the tube station below Angel in, in North London. Uh, I don't know exactly where it was. Extraordinary. I just think that is absolutely bloody extraordinary. <laughs> but you know, the, there's they always, UFOs just apparently just swarm around Stonehenge all the time. It's like sort of flypaper for ufos and prince philip apparently has seen one there and then there was a documentary i watched where um, a, a ufo guy met prince philip and he and prince philip shook his hands and said it's about time you got here yeah i agree with him what's the wait um what song would you like us the horn section to play at your funeral if if we're if you don't mind us um playing something during it i think probably Near the beginning of the funeral. What about that song? They're coming to take me away. Ha ha! They're coming to take me away. <laughs> to the happy home with birds and whatever. Who sang that? I don't know, but that's what we're going to play. We'll play that at the very end of the podcast after your delightful oh, cla- clarinet music. We're coming to take you away. Write that down. <laughs> I think that would have to come at the end of the funeral, wouldn't it? Or the start? Yeah, or the start. Yeah, definitely the start. Maybe open with it. Yeah, because people won't know if, if it's about me or if it's about a relative of mine that has mental health issues. <laughs> so what do you think was going to happen? Do you think everyone will, like the priest will say, everyone sit down and then it just starts? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And but <laughs> and the woman's playing it on the organ. So. Are you on organ version? Okay, yeah. And do you think, will she play it well, or is she sort of just the no, local... My, no, she'll play it really well, and then my coffin will be flown in Ooh. by flying drones. And sort of, for the for the duration of the song, just kind of hover around the ceiling. Well, I hate to say this, but I can't wait for your funeral. 
<laughs> Thank you. Um, I want to find out about your musical taste, Daisy. I'm going to say 10 bands, and I want you to give me just a very brief reaction to each one. It can, you know, it can be anything you want, but I think we'll tell by the end of this what you're into. Guns and Roses. Oh, brilliant. Uh, or uh, I'm imagining I'm, I'm at a pub, a sort of, that it's got red carpet that hasn't been changed for years. Um, and we're listening to it and, and there's the, the table is sticky with cider and black and we're kind of nodding our heads to it. Yeah. In a, in a naff pub that does kind of chicken and chips in a basket, but very limited menu. I mean, that sounds like the dream night out at the moment, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, my God. I wasn't really into them. Absolutely. I didn't like them as a kid, but I think I regret... I, they weren't cool where we lived, and I, I wish they had been, because I think they're just great. Aren't they? Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. But there's, there's something quite warm about that. It's the kind of, I don't know, early 90s, late 80s. I'm thinking Wayne's World. I'm mm. thinking, you know, slashed... Uh, uh, denim jeans, and even that something exciting about it. Even that Slash wore a top hat. They're quite silly, I think. They're just dressing up. I think they're yeah. All right, NWA. Never heard of them. The Traveling Wilburys. Not heard of them. Bananarama. Yes, I see. I see thongs right <laughs> up to under my tits. Ah, oh, lovely. And neon. Uh, and big hair. Are you familiar with Poison? It's a sort of um, even more glam version of Guns N' Roses, I think. Uh, what about No Doubt? Oh, yes. Mm. I see. I like I see. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's good. No Doubt. I think... I, I see. I see. What I think is, I think, brilliant very early on, and then I think lost its way. Yeah, took itself a bit seriously. Yes. Yeah. I think cool. just complete, and I feel, I feel like all the blokes in the band are absolutely fucking terrified of her, and it's like she's throwing her weight around and saying, "Right, I'm going to be the lead singer. You go behind me. You sing this." And I think I can see a lot of resentment from the blokes behind thinking, why mm. is she always up front? She's one of only two Gwens that I know. My, the other is my grandmother is called Gwen. They're quite different. You know any Gwens? Do you know any no, Gwens? No, I don't know no. any Gwens. Okay. <laughs> is uh, she a bit bossy with blokes, your grandmother? Well, she, she's not alive anymore. Um, she wasn't very bossy. I think couldn't be more different to Gwen Stefani. Really, Gwen Hale. Yeah, I don't think there's very any similarities really. Though, but she was quite musical. Anyway, Stone Temple Pilots. Never heard of them. Little mix. Little mix. Little mix. Oh, Little Mix. Oh yes, I think. I see. Um, just a good hearty bit of pop. Yeah. And why not? Why not? And then Dire Straits, last one. Good, but I I know that's a cool band. I don't think they're that cool. I don't think they're very cool. Oh, are they not? No. Well, I had Queen as well, but I missed Queen out in the end. Same sort of thing, I think. Oh, I didn't. I did. What? Just tell me some Dire Straits songs. Money for nothing. I've got my money for nothing and the chicks for free. That one. That's how the tune goes. <laughs> so I guess they were quite cool because they had they had their chicks for free. No. 
Welcome back to the band bit of the podcast, and it's the podcast within the podcast where I hide outside a celebrity's house for two weeks. Yes, it's what's in your rubbish bin. <laughs> rubbish bin, what is in your rubbish bin? But what is in your rubbish bin today? Uh, this time, I've been hiding outside the house of German model, actress, and fashion designer Claudia Schiffer. I've been noting down her bin collection pattern. I've stolen her bin. So let's find out what is in Claudia Schiffer's bin. And today I'd like Mark Brown to play the part of Claudia Schiffer because it was going to be Will Collier, but then he texted me saying, please can not be me. And Claudia Schiffer's agreed not to come on the podcast. So hello, Claudia. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> You've lost your, lost your accent a little bit, Claudia. I know, I know. And your oh, there figure. it is. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to don't listen to him, Claudia. You look lovely. Thank you. Mm. Now, look, are you excited for us to go through your bins, or are you dreading it a little bit? Oh, you know, a little from column A, a little from column B. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm now going to list the contents of your bin, and then we can have a little chat about it. Here goes. What is in your rubbish bin, Claudia? What is in your rubbish bin, Claudia? What is in your rubbish bin, Claudia Schiffer? A load of cash that's been stained with noodle sauce. <laughs> Precious diamonds with the price tag still on, and they cost loads, mate. Bamboo, loads of it! <laughs> a torsion and a rosette. Ooh, a ton of blue tack and a picture of a man. Playing tennis with a donkey, some more diamonds. A pick of Rooney. Scrap of ancient parchment, a thing that really looks like it must be the holy grail. A fox, a rabbit, and a sack of grain, and a little rowing boat. Claudia Schiffer's bin. Oh, Claudia, you've had a big oh, week, Claudia. No. Wow. Mm. Claudia, I had to sing that bit very late last night, quietly. That was why it was in a slightly weird register. Okay. So sorry about that. Um, tell me why you threw away a crown, a really old sword and a scrap of ancient parchment and the Holy Grail. All of these things sound like they come from my first husband, David Copperfield, <laughs> and his act, his Vegas act in 1995. Oh, well, that would explain all the diamonds, I suppose, would it? And exactly, the cash? exactly. Why was your cash stained with noodle sauce, Claudia? It must have been... <laughs> Maybe look in the personal life section or um, That's what I'm trying to do, yeah Why did you still uh, have modeling, all your modeling. ex-husband's stuff from 1995? Good question, oh, Joe We moved house recently <laughs> With your ex-husband? No, no, he's gone He's he's out of my life now mm. But he left all of his stuff in the attic uh, mm. are, are you single, Claudia? No uh, Well, cause I... you, had, you had two pictures A picture of a man playing tennis with a donkey And a picture of Rooney <laughs> Wayne, Wayne Rooney? It looked like Wayne Rooney. It wasn't. Oh, that's, that's it wasn't weird. the no, I'm married hefty to Matthew actor. Vaughan. Pardon? I'm married to Matthew Vaughan. Pardon? I'm married to Matthew Vaughan. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, last question. You had a, t- a ton of blue tack, and um, <laughs> I think just reuse it, Claudia. In this country, we reuse the blue tack. It's not oh, single never, use. Never feel like you reuse the blue tack. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Claudia. Thank Let's you. go back to the podcast. Bye bye now. Sticky situation. Oh. I don't know if we have more from Daisy May Cooper. Let's find out. 
I'm going to ask you a couple of questions now about music. Um, are there any songs you know all the lyrics to? Yes. Uh, you... Mostly musicals. Heather's the, the musical. I pr probably know every single song and every single word. Really? Could you say the first verse of one of them, but in quite a serious voice, so the music, the musicians can play some serious music underneath it and it'll be quite stirring. We're damaged, we're damaged, but that does not make us wise. We're not special, we're not different, we don't choose who lives or dies. Lovely. That was very powerful. I also know a lot of S Club 7 songs. Oh, I don't mind if you do a bit of one of them. Don't stop moving to this funky, funky beat. Don't stop moving to this funky, funky beat. I can hear the DJ. Oh, I can't remember it now. What about reach for the stars? Climb every mountain higher. Reach for the stars. Follow your heart's desire. Reach for the stars. And when that rainbow's shining over you, that's when your dreams will all come true. Quite confusing. Yeah. I saw a rainbow at half term. Did you? Mm. I don't think my dreams came true. Oh. Well, then it was raining. <laughs> um, I've been I've been looking for songs with the word Daisy in. There's quite a few rap songs with the word Daisy in. Yeah. Ludacris does one, which is. I ain't sweating all summer or summer. Yeah, in June, July, they get real crazy with them Duke daisies. Lil Wayne has one called I Feel Like Dying. Daisies are yellow. The flowers are dead. <laughs> Wish I can give you this feeling. I like buying. And if my dealer don't have no more, then I feel like dying. And then Method Man's got one called Bring to Pain. I'm sick, insane, crazy driving Miss Daisy. Out of the swear word mind. Now I got mine. I'm Swayze. Do you have a favourite song with Daisy in? Well, I did actually, years ago, when I was about 18 and heavily into rap, write a song in case I was in a rap battle, which went, think I'm crazy, my name, call me Daisy, but when we're in bed, call me lady, I'm no baby, I make it come so hard, baby, I'll be pulling faces like Jim Carrey, it'll get scary, it ain't like fucking a white girl from no house on the prairie. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's better than any of the ones I've just done. I wasn't expecting Little House on the Prairie as a reference during it. Or Jim or Jim Carrey. <laughs> that might be the most adult thing that's ever happened on our podcast. <laughs> How many times did you sing it? All the time. Just to get, it was because I was watching I was so inspired by Eight Mile and I thought there will be a point where I get involved. <laughs> Yeah, of course it will be. So I better learn this. So it's always there. It's always ready to come out. Always there, yeah. Oh, I've got to write a rap. Um, we've only written one song featuring the word Daisy, but it's about flowers and it's not very aggressive. So we're going to play it at the end of the podcast, I think. Oh, okay. The drummer's got a question. Hi there, Daisy. Ben the drummer here. Just wondered if you've got a life hack you could share with us. You know, life hacks. A life hack. Thanks. Bye. Uh, a conditioner will serve you as a, uh, a shampoo, not a shampoo, a conditioner, and also as um, shaving cream. 
I mean, I use whatever is in the shower. So it's it's sometimes conditioner. It's sometimes my wife's sort of mud mask stuff. It all does the same thing, I think. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a it's a really good hack. That that, that is a good hack. Look, you sing and dance on Instagram. In Taskmaster, in the very last episode, which I don't think is going to be out when this comes out, you also sing and dance. Um, with You sing and dance with Richard Herring. Do you remember that task? Yes, I do. You had to perform a uh, sort of karaoke version of a song called Somebody You Trust, which was written by our bassist, Willip. That uh, was brilliant. It was so brilliant. How do you describe your choreographing style? I'd say it was um, sort of Hitlerish. Yeah, I put good and bossy. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> it's like basically like Richard is basically like a piece of play-doh and it's just <laughs> you just gotta mould it into what you want at the time because he's just so I could have said anything and he'd do it. He's so sweet. So, but but that's not such a great attribute to have if you're around me, because I will take advantage of that. You did take advantage of him. Do you do you remember the song at all? What was it? Uh, tra- uh, oh, yes, I as do. Soon as, I, as soon as I start singing it, you'll remember it. It's find somebody that somebody you trust. They're the... Who makes you feel good. Well, the original... I, I want to let you in on a secret. The original version that Willett wrote, it was about a duck, that song. It was steal a name tag from somebody you trust and staple it to your favourite duck. And, and I thought... I thought we can't have that on the telly because it makes no sense, but we're going to play that song right now. that episode it's the it's the, in the final episode of the series i think and uh it's a climactic episode so oh, yeah. is it? oh it's very exciting thanks for doing taskmaster daisy oh it my god it was the best the best thing i've ever done i've ever ever done it was so much fun and i'm so glad that you put the youtube video up of Catherine parkinson doing the the fart because that was <laughs> she definitely did it though didn't she well, we all heard a noise, and I guess we can interpret it however we want. Oh God, it was so, and she's so funny. She really so is brilliant, so brilliant. Okay, we have the same questions we always ask everyone at the end. If you if you shut your eyes and clear your mind, what's the first song that comes out? First thought. The first song, first song that pops into your head. Pass the dodgy on the left hand side. Pass it dodgy wow. on the left hand side. Were you expecting that to come out? 
No, there it was. That's it, Daisy. Oh, no. Oh, you have to go back to real life. It's, yeah. You have to clean up shit and puke now. <laughs> well, this has been bloody marvellous. Oh, thanks for talking to us. Remember when you ran away and I got on my knees and begged you not to leave because I'd go berserk? Well, you left me anyhow, and then the days got worse and worse, and now you see I've gone completely out of my mind. And they're coming to take me away. <laughs> they're coming to take me away. <laughs> to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. They're coming to take me away. <laughs> It was a joke, and so you laughed. You laughed when I had said that losing you would make me flip my lid. Right? You know you laughed. I heard you laugh. You laughed, you laughed, and laughed, and then you left. But now you know I'm utterly mad. And they're coming to take me away. <laughs> they're coming to take me away. <laughs> to the happy home with trees and flowers and chirping birds and basket weavers who sit and smile, twiddle their thumbs and toes. They're coming to take me away. Guys, I do want to stop this now, but I've just heard, oh, we've got a remix of one of our classic jokes. Exciting? Wow. What? Yes. So we're all going to say our final thoughts and then we'll 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 hear that. Uh, my final thoughts is that I think you're all pretty cool and I hope we don't all just drift apart from each other. Anyone else? I've had a great right. time. Let's yeah. do this again. Nice. Uh, it's nearly Christmas. Okay, just want one little final thought from the pianist and then we'll crack in with Will's legacy joke 2.0. <laughs> it's um, surprisingly dark outside. Hit the joke! <laughs> legacy. Tell me about the legacy. The legacy. Tell me about it. Tell me about the legacy. Tell me about it. Tell me about the legacy. Tell me about it. The leg you see is my right leg. <laughs> Tell me about the policy. Tell me about it. The farm you see is old McDonald's farm. <laughs> Tell me about diplomacy. Tell me about it. The plum you see is a nice, juicy, ripe plum. <laughs> Thank you, Willip. Oh, well, lovely. Well, well done. Lovely. Yeah. Unless anyone's got any other ideas, that's it from us. I'm hungry. Anyone got... I've just got. Oh, I've just thought of a. Um, <laughs> Not a catchphrase. Uh, ca catchphrase. But well, it's too yeah. late, Willip.
What's, uh, oh, it, what's the catchphrase? What? Um, oh, I've forgotten it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what do you... Oh, hey, hang on. What about... Well, that's torn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you hit? What, play- what are you hitting? Oh, sorry. It's a. It's a. Nothing interesting. It's a what? <laughs> it's an ocarina. I th- ocarina. I think. Have you been hitting it throughout the podcast? Yeah. Sorry, I was fidgeting. <laughs> so, sorry. Sorry, Alex. Hon. All right. Well, that's torn it. That's it from us. <laughs> Thanks to Joel Porter and Joe Walker for their sterling efforts. In fact, Mark Brown is going to thank you formally now. Thank you, Mark. Thanks to the band for hitting and blowing, etc. Thanks to you so much for listening. Please keep spreading the word and thanks to our best guest ever by Miles. It's Daisy May Cooper! Goodbye! See you next week! Jugsy, what's wrong? Jugsy, God's sake. (laughs) Keep that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That's the This is the 2003 UFO, composed by Daisy May Cooper and performed by Mark Brown.
Hi, everyone. Yes, it's me again, Alex Horn, the worst singer and best dancer and frontman of the horn section. Now then, Christmas is rapidly approaching, and if you want your Christmas to be a horn section Christmas, it's not hard anymore, because we have made for you an album and a single. So buy the Horn Section Family Christmas Album. It's on Bandcamp right now. There are songs, there are theme tunes to games, there's a little bit of talking from me, and it's good value. There's also the Horn Section Christmas single. It's called Fiddly Christmas. We're raising money for the Nordoff Robbins Music Therapy Charity, and the song is as catchy as any other song that's ever been recorded. opportunities and sit around in your pants watching TV. Goodbye! It was dawn on Christmas Eve. Mr. Robin's name was Steve. Stevie learned to basket weave and holidayed in Tel Aviv. Steve. Rosie Jackson hasn't ever owned a Datsun cherry, but I know she'll be so merry. This Christmas Rosie Jackson Hasn't ever Stroked a Dachshund that's hairy But I know she'll be so merry This Christmas Rosie Jackson Woman of action You will be the star attraction Cause you are Rob's favourite contraption Contraption? Rosie Jackson Hasn't ever heard a klaxon horn but I know she'll be so merry this Christmas. Lots of love from Rob. Oh, Alan, double L, Strandberg. It's a double L of a name. Alan, double L, Strandberg. Are you sure it's not drain? A drain bird's like a fat bird. Probably the same thing It's Alan, double L, Strandberg And that is a shame Dave Natras kept his money under his mattress And told his friends to practice, practice, practice She's the only Leone for me The only Leone The only, the only for everyone She shines like a peacock in the morning sun The only, the only for you The only, the only make you Mom? 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.